Welcome to The Awake Life with Anjali, where we share stories of those that are living their dharma to support and inspire you to live yours. And today I am coming on to uh, do a little pop-up pep talk um, about the topic of realizing that there's nothing missing and there's nothing that you're doing wrong. So today in my meditation, what came to me is this memory from a few months ago when I was in India. And in my life, I, I haven't had a relationship for quite some time. I mean, I've had relationships, but I haven't had the relationship where I felt like there's been like this deep connection and bond and love and just this level of comfort and fun, all of that good stuff in terms of like romantic partnership. And, um, you know, I just haven't found that in a number of years. Sorry, that's my dog in the background. Anyway, so it's it's been in my consciousness over the last few years that I really want a partnership. I want to have that experience again of, of that kind of fun of having relationship, but it just hasn't arisen. And there's been somewhat of a sadness within my heart around that. And uh, it was in, I believe last May, I was in India at a master training. And it just kind of came to me that that deep love, that experience of love that I'm seeking, I already have. And I had like the, just this, I can't even describe it like this, you know, with my kids, like I have... I have a love, not a romantic partnership, of course, but like I have a deep love connection with them. I, I do have that experience of love in my life. I so much enjoy their presence. I enjoy being a mother. I feel really solid and just, I don't know, I'm in a good spot in terms of my, my parenting. Um, and you know it just i had like tears filled my eyes because i had like just so much gratitude in my heart because i i just realized like i i already have what i think i want that is you know it's just showing up in a different way that i already have that experience of deep love and connection that i'm craving and i had this experience in india before um a number of years ago where I was meditating and just this immense just I can't even describe it just just bliss again tears filled my eyes because I just felt this oneness this connection I don't know whenever I try to talk about it it sounds ridiculous because sometimes these experiences of that pure grace you you can't really describe it um, Anyway, after that experience, I went to my teacher and I just looked at him and I'm like, like there was no words. There was just tears in my eyes. And he looked at me and he just said, I know, <laughs> I know. And so, you know, sometimes we think there's something missing, but we're just not seeing it. You know, as we practice, we start to remove the veil, remove the blinders to see what's already in front of us. And so that I just wanted to share that story. And I also wanted to share that there's nothing wrong. And I know my ego kind of gets caught up in this quite a bit 
it's it's a pattern of mine where I think I'm doing something wrong. Like my life isn't looking like I want it to look in some ways. So I must be doing something wrong. I must be failing. My practice must not be working. I must not be like a good student and a good practitioner because, you know, when you come on the spiritual path and do all these practices, shouldn't your life, <laughs> like again, that attachment, that expectation of the mind, shouldn't your life look a certain way? And shouldn't, you know, things just run smoothly? And shouldn't there just be like gobs of money and gobs of relationships and, you know, whatever it is that your heart desires, like shouldn't that just start to flutter into your life? And shouldn't things look a certain way? And we get, you know, I know especially here in the United States, like we get caught up in that, like how things look because it's all around us. You know, like we're kind of fed this thing like, oh, this person has this awesome house and this awesome relationship and this awesome job and they have so much abundance and they're getting it right and I'm getting it wrong. Like this is a lot of what my ego tends to do that like comparison and you know that's that's kind of how we grow up we learn that's how we learn is to look at other people and that's not bad or wrong but we have to catch these patterns that we have and as you start on the spiritual journey as you start meditating you start to see the patterns of your mind and that's empowering because you can catch it and then you get to decide whether you continue to follow that thought or if you bring your mind back. And I use mantra a lot when those kind of anxious thoughts or those thoughts that are kind of leading me into those dark places come uh, to bring myself back into the present moment to that realization that there is nothing wrong for me in my life, that everything that is happening in my life is relevant for me just because it doesn't look the way that I you know kind of think it should look or think it should be um, it doesn't mean that there's anything wrong or that I'm doing it wrong or that there's anything that needs to be fixed um, and and again we, we just again my mind kind of gets caught up in that a lot uh, so it's one of my patterns that I've been working on for the last number of years and um, there's something else that I wanted to share in relation to that. It escaped me. Give me a moment. Um, I guess if it's relevant, it will come back. Um, but anyway, I just wanted to pop on just to say and to let you know that just keep practicing, keep coming to your meditation, keep coming to your breath practices, keep coming to your mantra practices, your asana. Just trust that you can't get it wrong, that you're not doing anything wrong in your life, that everything that is happening for you is relevant, that if you can find a way to be with what is from a place of deep compassion and trust and grace, then whatever needs to be resolved will be resolved naturally, meaning that it will intuitively come to you what needs to happen, what action you need to take, or maybe it's not time to take action. Maybe it's time to just 
sit and wait and be with what is. Um, but I think there's this idea, especially in our culture, that we need to fix, 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 that something's wrong all the time, something's wrong with us, something's wrong with our life, and then we just miss our life. I mean, haven't you done that? I've, I've looked back at my life at certain periods and I'm like, wow, if I could have just been present, realizing that nothing was actually wrong, that I didn't have to like stress and have anxiety and all of this stuff. Um, wouldn't that have been awesome? So yeah, it's interesting, you know, when you're on this spiritual journey, this journey of waking up to kind of your truth, your heart, to being present in the moment, to being with what is, to taking full ownership of your life, uh, rather than blaming everything and everyone for what you're experiencing. It's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's just a cool journey. Uh, and uh, there's a lot of ups and downs and highs and lows. Um, and it's helpful to be around people that are um, on this same journey to have that support. It's helpful to have a teacher. It's helpful to have a practice. Uh, my practice is my stability, my foundation. And my practice used to be a everyday uh, in-studio practice for years. And that shifted in 2014 after I went to India for the first time. Uh, my main practice now is my morning sadhana. Uh, which for me is uh, puja, meditation. I do kriyas, which are repetitive breath practices and mantras uh, that are so powerful in terms of stabilizing the nervous system and raising your uh, vibration, your energy, and stabilizing the mind. I could go on and on talking about this, but it's been so useful for me. The kriyas actually have been the most powerful piece of my practice. Um, uh, you know, initially, uh, you know, when I first, I, I mean, I started meditating when I was 27. So, and so I've been, but not like consistently meaning every single day where I won't miss a day. Uh, I've had that practice since 2014. Uh, but before when I would try to sit in meditation, it was, it, it really, I don't feel like it was really useful. It was just kind of torturous. Um, you know, I've had a lot of anxiety and depression and it just felt like I was more caught up in my mind and in the loops of my mind. And so that's why having a specific practice rather than just kind of sitting in silence and having someone teach you a meditation practice and um, doing all the Kriyas has, it, I use the Kriyas in the breathwork a lot, even now before I drop into my silent meditation to settle the mind and to settle my energy so that I can be in that place of stillness and silence. So if you struggle with meditation, you know, find a teacher, reach out to me um, and don't give up on it. Uh, there's all these studies out there these days that are, you know, like, all of these studies where meditation is useful and helpful and helps you know in all of these ways and now there's counter studies saying that it's not helpful but I think that 
is just finding a practice that works for you. So finding something that helps you to relax and ease the mind and ease the body and to drop into that level of stillness and silence is so key in our lives. Um, yeah, it's so interesting. I never know what's going to come out on these little talks, but I just go for it. I don't edit. I just call, I speak when I'm called to speak. So hopefully something was relevant for you. And uh, just wishing you an amazing, beautiful day. All right. Hadiyam.